Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. In this episode of Recloseted Radio, I am joined by Audrey Delba, who is one of our Conscious Label Launcher clients. She is also the founder and designer of an upcoming sustainable clothing brand called Up From Here Apparel. Her brand embodies the saying, reuse, reduce, recycle. Starting at the age of 20, Audrey molded her passion for fashion and the idea of reusing together, leading her to start her dream of creating not only sustainable pieces, but also affordable pieces for women, with the vision down the road to expand to all genders. And before we dive into the interview, I wanted to mention that doors are currently open for our Conscious Label Launcher Program, or CLL. This is our program that launches successful sustainable fashion brands that make at minimum $20,000 upon launching. Doors only open once a year, and every single year we only accept 20 brands into our cohort. We want to make sure everyone we work with is of high caliber and will put in the work, and we're really selective about who we work with. The only way you can sign up is through a discovery call with me just to ensure it's a good fit to work together. And you can find out more information about our program at www.recloseted.com slash CLL and the link will also be in the show notes. On that page, there's more information about the program and also a link to book a discovery call with me to see if it would be a fit to work together. Don't snooze because like I mentioned, we only work with 20 brands every single year and spots are first come first serve. So make sure you take a look and sign up for a call ASAP. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at hey at recloseted.com or you can send us an Instagram DM at recloseted. And now let's dive into the interview with Audrey. Welcome to Recloseted Radio, Audrey. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. And to kick things off, can you please introduce yourself and also tell us how you got started in fashion? Of course. Hello, everyone. My name is Audrey Delva. I'm 21 years old and I was born in Montreal, Quebec. I moved to Calgary, Alberta when I was around six years old and I've been here ever since. Growing up, I've naturally just always been into fashion. And as someone who loves fashion, I wasn't your typical designer-loving fashionista. I was more of your secondhand shopping and thrift shops kind of fashionista. When I was growing up, my family wasn't the wealthiest. And so something that me and my mother loved to do was visit secondhand shops. And just that way, I began to love the idea of finding unique pieces that were really affordable and made me unique because I wasn't wearing the same pieces as everyone else. And that boosted my confidence. 
So I started planning out my outfits ever since I was a youngin. I was super little and telling my mom like, no, I think I'm going to pick out my outfit today. And, and it would just always make me feel good loving what I was wearing. Amazing. I love thrifting as well. And I still thrift from time to time. And so you started with a passion for fashion from a young age. And when did you decide you wanted to start your own sustainable fashion brand? And how did that happen? I always knew I loved fashion and thrift shopping had layers to me where I was helping the planet become a cleaner place just by reusing clothes that were already out there. And also it allowed me to be unique with my fashion. And also it was the ability that I could give back to my community by also donating my clothes. And so with those layers, I came to realize that I can implement that into my clothing brand if I wanted to start a clothing line, still be sustainable. And to me, that was a big deal just because the fashion industry to me is becoming more and more detrimental to the environment. And I want to be a part of the solution, not be a part of the problem. And so I knew if I wanted to start a clothing line, I'd want it to be progressive and I'd want it to be aiding our planet Earth to get better and not making it more wasteful. Yeah, and I really do think you're making a positive impact with your brand, which is amazing. And can you tell us a little bit more about your brand up from here apparel? What products are you trying to make? Who is your ideal customer? All that good stuff. My brand, Up From Here Apparel, is simply just clothing going up from where we are in the fashion industry. That's why it's named that way. I want our clothes to be progressing and unwinding all of those progresses or processes that have made the industry harmful. Up From Here only wants to grow and elevate our methods and how we create our clothing and the materials that we use. We believe in the basic grade school lesson of reuse, reduce, recycle. We really want our mission to be able to reduce textile waste um, as there's already so much out there. We really don't need to be piling it on. We're trying to just use what we already have instead of constructing new material. And as for products, we're trying to create trendy yet affordable, sustainable wear for everyone. We're trying to also aid our community, and that's why we're planning to give a percentage of our proceeds to local charities. We really want to see a difference in our community, and we're planning to do that with dead stock fabric, so we're recycling our materials. Yeah, that's great. And for folks that don't know what dead stock fabric is, do you mind quickly explaining? Yeah, for sure. So, dead stock fabric is fabric that has been either rejected or is basically no longer in need from really big textile companies. And what we do with it is we take it and we create a new life for it. So it's basically like thrifting, but with fabric. <laughs> yes, exactly. And since you went through the Conscious Label Launcher program, you'll know this, but I am such a big advocate of doing market research, really intimately knowing your ideal customer inside and out, and really figuring out what their problem and pain points are. So you make products that add value to someone's lives, and then that way they will actually want to pay for it, 
so that when you actually launch, there's not crickets. As a society, we're also way past the era of just making product for the sake of making product. It needs to add value to someone's lives and it needs to solve a pain point. And so we have an entire module in CLL dedicated to this, as you know, because you went through it. But do you mind sharing what the problem and the pain point you're solving for your ideal customer is with your brand? Problems that we're solving is innovation, inclusivity, and affordability. We noticed that more sustainable clothing brands are coming out, but as they're trying to unwind the processes that are harmful in the fashion industry, they're kind of just slapping a logo on like a plain sweater and calling it sustainable and fashion. What Up From Here would like to do is create our sustainable pieces to be unique and to have, you know, that trendy flair to it where you're not just buying a plain white tee or a plain white sweater, but you're buying something that truly expresses your fashion and will feel unique and special to you. With that comes inclusivity. We really want you to have clothing that will last you for years, not months. So we want you to feel like even if your weight goes up or if your weight goes down, you will still fit into those pieces and you can have them in your closet for a really long time. And you'll have them there because they'll look unique and special to you and they'll fit you no matter how your weight fluctuates throughout the years. The way we can make it affordable is just by reusing what we already have. So by not creating new material, we're spending less and that allows us to make our costs affordable and not crazy high to the point where you're only buying one of our pieces every two, three years because it's crazy high. So yeah. Yes, I love that. And I also know you're doing a lot when it comes to the ethical and living wage of your garment workers. So do you also want to speak to that quickly? For sure. We want to make sure that everyone we have working for Up From Here Apparel is treated and paid fairly. We want to be working with people and supporting those people in ways that are fair and reflect good ethics. We respect and are so grateful to the people making our clothing and working with us. And it doesn't make sense for us to treat them or pay them any lower than they deserve. Yeah, totally. And I wanted to also talk about your design process because I know you don't have a traditional fashion background, i.e. you didn't go to fashion design school. But in the Conscious Label Launcher, we have an entire module just around design, sourcing, and production that will really help people even without a fashion background succeed. And so I know you got a lot out of it, but can you talk a little bit more about your initial design process and how you found it? My initial design process was definitely a little bit of a rough start. I cannot draw. So (laughs) having all these ideas and these looks in my head and then not having them executed on a piece of paper was a little frustrating for me. But then soon enough, I realized that my drawings didn't need to be perfect. They just needed to have what I wanted in the most basic form. And I say this because later on, I hired a fashion design artist who then executed and brought my my ideas to life. It was a lot of trial and error, you know, in terms of, oh, wait, I thought this was like cute in my head, though. Overall, you just got to 
keep letting your creativity flow and you got to learn how to love what works and what doesn't because then you'll figure out how you work. Instead of getting stuck on an idea, I learned how to make an idea adaptable. How I learned about fashion design, a big one was CLL for sure. It taught me so many things I never would have guessed and I'm still learning and I soak up anything I learn like a sponge. And I hope that I keep learning throughout my entire life. Yeah, that's such a good way to look at it. I also try to approach my life in the lens of a learner and with a beginner's mindset. So that's amazing. And so it seems like you outsource the design work to experts, which is what we recommend in CLL, because obviously, if you don't have a fashion background, probably not a good idea for you to be making your patterns and then, you know, trying to make your tech packs. So definitely recommend outsourcing to experts. But of course, you need to have a good background of how the industry works, the terminology, and all of that, because you still need to know what's going on in your brand. And so when it comes to sourcing and production and just making the product, it can require a lot of capital and cash. So do you have any financial and funding tips for our listeners? For sure. If you're self-funding, I strongly recommend to have a monthly budget plan where you're consistently putting in that amount into your business bank account. And I say business bank account just because when it's separated from your normal checking or savings account, and you see that it's in your business account, least likely to spend it just because you know what it's for and it's locked in there and you have the motivation to keep it in there. Whereas if it's in your checking savings account, you'll probably be like, hmm, I need a little shopping. You know, I can dip into this a little bit. So I just really recommend that you keep it separated in your business bank account. It really truly helps. And if you're crowdfunding like me, I really, really want you to put your heart, soul, and personality into your description of your brand and your meaning. You know, there are people out there that really want to help you. I promise. They just want to know why they want to help you and why they should help you. Yeah, I love it. And thank you for talking and speaking so eloquently about self-funding and crowdfunding. That's going to be really helpful to our listeners. And of course, there's more funding mechanisms beyond that, and I cover it in the program. But I always recommend to our clients to only choose one to two funding mechanisms max so that you can do them well and actually get the funding you need to support your brand. And speaking of self-funding, I know you also had to work another job while you're creating your brand, and so that takes a lot of time. And so can you speak a little bit about how you manage that? Because I was, or I am still working two jobs to self-fund for this brand, what I do is I set aside a time slot for me to work. I have my schedule for both my job for the week, and I just find any gaps that I have time for, and I really make sure I write that time slot down and say, hey, this is designated to up from here, even if it's for an hour, even if it's for 45 minutes. I really want to make sure that I fill that time slot and I work on my brand because you can easily get overwhelmed with two jobs and get tired, you know, um, or want to hang out with friends. But if you write it down and you really plan that time slot out, you're more likely to follow it than to kind of just be like, oh, I guess I'm free tomorrow at three o'clock. Like, let me just work on it then. 
Oh my gosh, I'm such a big fan of time blocking and you likely know that already. So totally agree with that tip. And you know this because I talk about it and cover it in the program, but you need to build up your community months and months before you actually launch so that you actually launch to customers that want your products versus launching to crickets. So with that being said, do you have any marketing and or launch marketing tips that you wanted to share with everyone? I would just say, number one, be organized, be organized, be organized. You really, really want to make sure you have everything you need to get people excited about your brand. Even if it's just you putting out what you're doing for the day or what you're going to do within the next week, people love hearing about it and people love seeing behind the scenes. So even if you feel like it's not good enough or it's not perfect enough, um, just put it out there. If anything, people want to see the reality of things, not kind of stage things. So don't feel like it has to be perfect. Just go for it. Yeah, I'm such a big fan of sharing the behind the scenes because that way your community is involved and supporting you from day zero. And when you actually launch, they'll want to support you and help you succeed because they've bought in and now they're invested. So highly recommend sharing the behind the scenes. And then switching gears a little bit, starting a new brand or a new business can be really overwhelming because there's so many different things you need to do and it's really stressful and there's a lot of mindset blocks going on. So can you talk a little bit about how you dealt with overcoming the overwhelm that comes with being a new entrepreneur? Yeah, taking it one step at a time definitely helped me. At the start, I was like, okay, I need to do this and this and this and this and this. And I would easily just get overwhelmed because I was working on so many things at once. But taking one step at a time so you can really just focus on that one mission or that one challenge will get you to the next. And just breathing. I would be like, ah, my mind is cluttered. Uh, I feel terrible. And, you know, you, you reach a point where you're kind of hitting a wall. But if you take it just one step at a time and you breathe, you're less likely to hit that wall because you're taking t- like time to care for yourself and to make sure you're not too cluttered. Yes, I talk about taking one step at a time all the time because that way it's more bite-sized, it's more manageable. And then when you look back, you can also see that all your efforts snowball as well. So focus on chipping away one task at a time. And I think that's great advice. And then with breathing, I 100% agree as well. It's kind of funny, but it's one of my 2022 goals to just breathe more and not just shallow breathing from your chest, but like really good deep belly breaths that are more meditative and will really get you more into that rest and digest nervous system. So yeah, totally agree with you. And for anyone that wants to start a sustainable fashion brand, do you have any other words of advice that you haven't been able to share yet? I would definitely just say, don't get too hung up on making every single little thing in your brand sustainable. You really want to just focus on what matters to you and what problems you want to fix and really care about. And I say this because if you focus on every little thing and every little aspect of your brand being sustainable, 
later on you might forget or you might focus a little less on one thing and your customer, your market will notice that. But if you just focus on what truly matters to you and work on that and give it your all, you can then later on create a roadmap for other problems that you want to find a solution for and slowly chip away at those. Yes, you know that I am such a strong advocate of this and I always tell all our clients this, but you know, there's so many issues and problems in the world and as a startup small brand with limited resources, budget and time, you cannot be taking upon yourself to solve all the issues and challenges and broken parts of the fashion industry because that's just not realistic and it's also going to be extremely overwhelming for you as a founder. Instead, I always recommend to our clients to choose their priorities. So in your case, you are concerned about textile waste, right? Which is why you're using dead stock fabric. And alternatively, you can maybe choose another priority, but just focus on those two priorities so that you can actually make business decisions. And then of course, as you grow in scale and you get more resources and more budget, you can start to expand what your sustainability roadmap looks like. But try to choose priorities first because otherwise it's super overwhelming. And so I want to take you back a little bit. But before you enrolled in a Conscious Label Launcher program, how were you feeling? I was very overwhelmed. I didn't even know where to start. You know, I was looking online for hours, for days, for weeks, um, and still missing the important things that needed to happen like business structure and vision and mission. Like I was missing all of those things just because I was getting hung up on like where to find my manufacturer and what should I create? Like, what should I make in my pants? Just steps way, way ahead. And so my mind just felt extremely cluttered. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Because there is so much that goes into building a brand, right? And so that's why in the program, we really like strategically lay out those six modules and take you one step at a time so that you can go through it, implement as you go, and hopefully it's not too overwhelming. And then building on top of that, what were some of the challenges you were facing before you enrolled in CLL? I definitely just struggled on having a structure, you know, like a guideline. I felt like I was working on way too many things that didn't need to be worked on right now. And just felt like I was behind, but ahead at the same time. Um, (laughs) It's really just awful. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And so now that you've gone through the program, what are some of your takeaways? What are maybe your top three takeaways? If not everything, uh, definitely just my uh, mission and vision, my financial and funding and marketing. Those are my biggest takeaways just because I had no idea like what they meant, what to do, how to get it started. I just thought the most basic things of it and thought that was good enough. But there was so much more to unload and so much that I learned. And it really aided me because if I never learned about those things, I don't even know if I'd be close to where I am now. Oh, that's so awesome. That makes me so happy to hear. And building upon that, would you recommend our Conscious Label Launcher program to aspiring slow fashion founders? You bet I would. (laughs) Um, It was the best education I've ever received. 
not only because it was my direct interest, but because it felt like someone was holding my hand and leading me to a successful launch the entire time. Not once did I feel like I was getting told something and being left alone to work on it by myself. I was truly guided into the right knowledge, the right tools, the right templates. And I loved it so much because it felt like I low-key had a partner in my journey. (laughs) And it truly, like, I rant to my friends and family all the time about how grateful I am that I found this course all the time. That makes me so happy to hear because one of my goals is to create a very supportive community where you feel like you're handheld from idea all the way to launch. And as a solopreneur, which you are in your case, it can be so lonely, especially if it's your first time starting a brand. And one of my favorite parts about the program is the community of founders because everyone is so supportive, so encouraging. And the level of depth of the conversations we have is just so amazing. Last year's cohort was so great. And honestly, I miss all of you. Yeah, it truly was. It made me feel like I had friends in my journey. And like you said, I wasn't alone, which is the best feeling in the world. Awesome. And so what is next for you? What are you excited about? I'm really just excited about my launch. And more specifically, my in-person launch event. I can't wait to finally just broadcast all my hard work and all my physical pieces to people that care about my brand and even to people that don't even know my brand. I'm excited to show them everything that I've been working on. And it just melts my heart that after I do all of this, it's going to be a real thing. Like it's going to be out there. And that excites me so much. Amazing. I am so excited for you as well. And I know you're going to knock it out of the park. And lastly, for everyone that's listening that wants to support you and stay in touch with you, how can they do that? You can all follow Up From Here Apparel um, on our socials. It's at Up From Here Apparel on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and TikTok. And feel free to like, repost, and share comment any questions or feedback or ideas that you'd like to see up from here in corporate as well. Great. Well, thank you again for coming onto the podcast, Audrey. It was so great to interview you. Oh, thank you so much, Selena. Like it was an honor being a guest on your podcast. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded, and it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.